getting into it. So, Ben, how was your day, bub? Uh, well, I mean, I had to work over. I had to uh, go two hours to Alabama and try to put this uh, sectional couch up the second story of this lake house. So I ended up having to cut the legs off and taking out like a piece of trim on the on the door frame just to get it through oh, the door. Been there, done that, brother. Um, yeah, moving we, a lot of furniture today. When we moved into my our first house, legitly had to get the washer and dryer. I had to take the whole like basement door frame and everything off and reframe it again because it went down. And then when we took it out, I had to redo it all over again too. And I was like, "This is why did I even buy this washer and dryer?" And yeah, just hold it. <laughs> it's like you might as well just put the washer and dryer together in in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I appreciate houses that have like wide door frames and well, hallways. Well, nowadays, like the newer ones that are built. What's up, Sanders? How are you doing tonight? The new ones that are built are. Or 36 inch doorways because they're ADA and handicap compliant, right? They have to meet new code. But back in the day, you didn't have to have 28 inch doors. Yeah, you see, this one, it wasn't so much that the door was, um, the door was actually, the, the doorway was actually pretty, you know, wide or like normal to, to, to today's standards. But it was just like, it's such a long couch, you know, and so the couch was just too big. Yeah, you know, and they wanted upstairs, so was, I don't know. well, that's just made it happen. I just want to kiss my butt, not carrying this thing up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I thought oh. it was weird that we drove all the way to. I mean, this is someone that we've done work for a lot, you know. Um, she she's in Columbus, around where we live, but okay, I, mean, I guess that's why we did it. But anyways, I, I thought it was weird just driving all the way up there just to. You know, move the. I mean, we had to measure a couple houses too. I like guess just it was just basically a favor. Understandable, understandable. So how's your day going? Uh, my day's been pretty busy. Uh, we I worked with my dad. I helped him do a bunch of stuff. A new shower door. Went and got my hair cut, and then came home. The wife is doing like the community garage sale out here in our sub. She decided to sell one of our couches, so I had to move that. And then she sold uh, one of our kitchen tables because we both the dining room table. Like, so she sold one of those, sold the couch. So now she's just like kind of purging everything as she's going through all these clothes that she has for the, the giveaway tomorrow, basically, is what I'm going to tell her. Like, $10 a bag. Y'all put whatever the hell y'all want in there and get it out of here, right? Why y'all why y'all getting rid of so much stuff? My wife's got enough clothes to fill a department store, brother. Oh yeah. I'm I'm all I'm all <laughs> for getting rid of all your shit, you know. Yeah, so I don't need that much. Yeah. I, I hate having too much stuff. Yeah. Alyssa, in your day? Besides your beautiful nap. Oh, you're muted. Uh oh. We finished one of our projects today ahead of schedule, so... Oh, hell yeah. Got a good job from the VP because we're ahead of schedule, getting more profit. So I said, I'm going to go home and take a nap. There you go. Always nice to be ahead of schedule, which is very rare in the construction field. Yeah, we have these quick hitters. We can tend to pull ahead a little bit. It's the big projects that usually bite you in the ass. Nice. Yep. 
Other than that, not much. Finished up the project. And I came home and took a nap. Now I'm doing this. Doing this? Are you ready for some Rocket League tonight, guys? Oh, we playing Rocket League? Heck it's the yeah. the 12th, man. Where you been? Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, you know what? I keep forgetting what days... All my days, I, I didn't even know it was Friday today. I didn't I either. Like, oh. My dad, I, I kept telling my dad it was Thursday, and he's like, no, it's Friday. I was like, oh. all right. Yep, I'm good to play for like an hour. I have an early morning tour. I'm going to go horseback riding in the mountains. So. Oh, my. Ooh. That's one of those things Wait, that we can talk me. about as a, as a uh, reaction, in it, right? Yeah. You like horses. <laughs> I like horses too. Have you ever like overnight camped with horses? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. My first summer here, uh, Casey actually had a job. She was a guide for one of the Rocky Mountain like trail people. So I actually stayed up there a lot. So I camped out with them. So we'd have the bonfires, and I'd have like personal tours to the horse, or uh, through the Rocky Mountains on the horseback for free. Cool. This one's not free though, so it's kind of sad. But <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I mean, it's it. I, I'd rather put my money to the, towards that than what I usually put my money towards, to be honest with you. Oh, this sounds magical. Oh, how's everybody's week been? week busy yeah busy busy i feel like i've had a mellow week honestly that's good naps every day oh. <laughs> i've gotten out of work hey early. that's that's <laughs> not a bad thing it's a positive thing right <laughs> i'm like getting my stuff done for the day and i'm like i'm gonna go home take a nap hola jibber everybody oh, say hi to jerry every time oh jerry's in here he's in the chat what? yeah oh jerry. hi jerry what's up jerry I don't know how you people can nap, man. Like every time I try to take a nap, I my brain's like, or my body's just like, okay, it's time to go to full on sleep for eight hours. Yeah, my wife doesn't like me to take. I get grumpy when I try to wake. Well, you have to force yourself to get up. You can't fall into like the deep sleep. Yeah, you have to wake up before the hour. Mm. So. Talk about when sleep. Get me tired. Deep sleep immediately like immediately deep sleep and i'm deep sleep throughout the night that's why it was so hard for me to wake up in the morning i don't know i feel like the 20 to 30 minute naps and then i'm energized and ready to go oh yeah no i i tried yoga for the first time this week ryan you tried what proud. yoga for the first time this week so how did it go was it what it's all cracked up to be um i mean <laughs> i can't touch my toes so i just kind of wallowed around <laughs> At this point in our age, anybody that can touch their toes has just been spending too much time doing flexible shit. Uh, but it was fun. It, I do agree, it's very mindful. Okay. Uh, the instructor, he's really cool. Uh, because it's through the gym that I go to, and it's one of the classes that's included in my membership. It's every Thursday. Nice. But he, he hits like a broad range of beginner to very advanced so like towards the end of the class he had people like doing handstands and standing on their heads and i was like i'm oh, just gonna wow. sit here and watch that's crazy <laughs> but he was like eventually you'll get to that point but uh it was a workout it was definitely it's not i guess the perception i had of it it's not as easy as it looks 
some of the positions and stuff they get into. Yeah. It's very much like it does help with flexibility in the end, eventually, right? Yeah, I mean you have to like sh it stretches you out, and what he said, it's all about movement, flexibility, and then strength because you're using your own body to hold up. Like there was different like positions that I did try, and it's all about your own body strength instead of using like weights to you kind of see how much you can right, handle of your own much. self. Okay. Yeah. That's good though. That's learning a lot about just in something new to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. It's going out um, of what your comfort zone would be to explore new things. So, like a big thing that he said at the beginning of the class, because there was actually a lot of new people there last night, so it made me feel better about being a new person. Uh, he's like a big thing when you go into yoga or any type of thing like that is to like. Jeez leave everything at the door because you really have to focus on what position your mind has to work with your body so you can't be distracted by the outside thoughts of the world makes sense so you kind of just have to clear your mind and you have to really tell your mind like to tighten your core muscle or use this muscle and you really can like feel those muscles engaging jerry's over here talking about Sounds like Jerry, all he heard was different positions, and he's newly yeah. married, so they're trying them all out. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry's Jerry's talking to Casey right now. He's like, hey, yeah, have you ever tried? Yeah. No. So. No. Jerry just says facts. Oh, yeah, so my wife should attend some yoga yeah. classes while he was. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go, Jerry. We started getting some of this stuff together. I made a little bit of new commands and tried to get some stuff more organized for the the foundation here is the little thing that I did. It's just like a you're not alone, we are here kind of thing slogan on the screen. Uh, a link to our Facebook, our Discord, and then our, our donations. So just something to be mindful for and keep it simple. Kiss. Keep it simple. Simple, stupid, but as we used to say in the army, but as we say in the army, yeah, everybody says that. Sorry, but I hate to burst your bubble. Well, now, yeah, you know, you guys got to copy us, it's okay. But as we lead into today's topic, guys, we're talking about PTSD, depression triggers, how we react to them. And how we resolve them. Um, Alyssa, I know that you said for sure you had a PowerPoint. You have it on the computer you're speaking on now. No. Oh. Should I had you send it? I mean, you can I just can talk about it. You can talk yeah. about it, right? I can pull it up. And Jerry said, put your glasses on, nerd glasses on yeah you know you gotta order some GA glasses Georgia glasses nope nope talking nope. about Jerry gamer advantage glasses gamer oh yeah yeah, yeah they're you get 10 percent off with code prize 23 oh glasses <laughs> what 10% yeah these things right here these beautiful bad boys right it does mm. what do they block blue light oh yeah and, and come to find out I learned a lot about these today because the guy came to me and asked about blue light and a heat is colorblind to the green and blue fragments of light, right? So, blue light is technically not 
the color that's black, but they named artificial lights such as screens and monitors and phones blue light, but it's just the light that is not natural. So it's just, hmm. it, it was wild. I learned because the guy asked me in chat, he's like, what if you're blue and green, like blind? I was like, uh, I'll get back with you. Oh, there you go. You got some, there we go, Jared. see how yellow those are? Yeah. Yeah. I know. See, these ones are clear. So you get the same effect, but clear. Uh, you know, where do you want me to send this, Ryan? Um, you can send it to the, you can post it in the, uh, team drive. Or if you just want, can you share it on your screen? Do you want to share it on yours? So that way you can talk about it too. Um, my second monitor is not working, so. Good day. Hold on, let me, uh. Fancy, you guys with your multiple monitors. I don't know if this is going to work. There you go. It's in there. I think so. Yeah. So this is from one of my classes. So this is, you want me to, I'll go with you. We can just scroll together. You don't. What? Let me download. Scanning for viruses. Okay, yeah. So this is from one of my classes. I did not put this together, but. Download. I go. Loaded somewhere in drama. Oh no, my other PC did that. Uh, so in the meantime, I'll, uh, I'll share with you that I had to, I, this was the first time I've ever successfully uh, roll started my truck. Oh really? Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's a stick shift, and I've always failed doing that on my motorcycles and my truck. But oh no, the trick is you find a guy that actually has done that before, and then you put <laughs> them in the front seat while you. So push they know the truck. when. To, yeah, why well, they know to pop the clutch and turn the key. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. my problem was is I never I never gave it the beans. How are you? How are I, you I doing, Demon? So never I... gave it the beans. <laughs> no. I, I learned you gotta you gotta pump that gas. You guys, I have to you block know. the screen real quick to get into the team drive.
Did you get it fixed though? I know you were said you were. No. Uh, so yeah, the thing is, I I got my dad's truck. Uh, that he doesn't really use except to like go fishing and stuff, right? So this little uh ship. Well, I don't know what it is. This little Taiwanese truck is. Anyways. I, um, so, like, I tested to see if it was the battery, because I, I got the battery tested, and they said that the battery was, you know, not good, but I put his battery in, because I know his battery was good, and it just wouldn't turn over, so it's either a starter, or uh, even more likely, this is probably the spark plugs that I put in a little bit ago, because that's on me, and I probably fucked something up. At least you admit it. It's good to go. What the hell? This download. Alright. So, uh, PTSD falls under a form of trauma. Okay. These are different types of trauma. There's complex trauma. Uh, PTSD falls under there, so that's post-traumatic stress disorder. Then there's like medical trauma. You can have bullying as a type of trauma. Uh, there's traumatic grief. There's traumatic stress. Uh, and then somebody who has trauma, like PTSD, it's very common that you have more than one of these types of trauma that kind of overlap together. Okay. So you can like experience more than one of those. And then the different causes of trauma it could be, I guess, any one of these. So a serious accident. Um, I think one of the things like within my study with that I found interesting is somebody can get trauma from just hearing about somebody else's story. Wow, that's wild. You actually think yeah. about it. It's just um, like empaths, you know? Yeah, so like somebody who's a super empathetic person, or say like, <laughs> yeah, demon. I know a lot of us are, buddy. Lose somebody in a traumatic way, hearing the story of how they lost like their family member or a loved one. They get the trauma from how they lost. So it's like say like a car accident or something. They can get trauma from that. So they may not have experienced it or seen it, but just hearing about it, they experience it in such a way that they get trauma from it. Not like so. Th there's a slide on here that'll show like different levels of it, so they're like kind of lower on the level of trauma, but they still can experience and have different effects from trauma through just hearing stories about it. That's crazy. It's like basically your mind is so powerful, like it makes you feel like you're actually experiencing it for yourself, yeah. right? There's, like, there's, you know, you're yeah, go ahead. sorry, Ryan. No, go ahead. It's like your imagination's just so active, you know? Like, you kind of put yourself there. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, they've done studies that, and it's all about, like, everyone's resilience versus, like, how they've experienced it, and they've done studies and, like, brain scans on people who have like gone through well demon we're here for you baby all the time symptoms. you know that you got my phone number just use it if you ever need traumatic, it anytime like, any, any place it versus they've just heard about it but they've started experiencing these symptoms and they have the same like areas of their brains are affected so it is like it depends on the person ultimately right but 
they have experienced trauma in, in a sense of their brain. Right. So there's like studies back in the day where women actually could trick their bodies into feeling pregnant, right? They would go through the actual phases of pregnancy mm-hmm. in their minds because they tricked their mind into thinking they were actually pregnant. And then it would you would like actually go into contractions and stuff. It's so wild of how powerful your brain really is controlling your body. And that's where yeah. like they in have brain in those studies it would actually send the hormones for the body to make your stomachs like swell up and move all the organs mm-hmm. around like their body would seriously think that it was pregnant and the hormone levels would change they just weren't actually creating Producing. a baby so, yep. it's, so it's the same thing like the brain heard the story and took it so much to heart yeah that they thought they think they've gone through that trauma too so they experienced trauma they embody what the other person is feeling and they they feel like that's what they're going through themselves mm-hmm. so on this slide it just kind of talks about some of the symptoms this isn't like a end-all be-all some people experience different symptoms as well so this is the chart i was talking about uh, very low like low exposure to trauma is the awareness of destruction or loss like they don't have to experience they just have to be aware of it right and then like obviously um, more complex is like you've experienced like different levels of these or like you've seen multiple of one the highest one would be like seeing death Um, but you can the complex trauma or complex ptsd is like the complex or when they start to get more than one of these on that same one Understandable. And then, uh, I don't know. Does does everyone know what like cortisol is? Yeah. I do. Go ahead and explain it. So cortisol is a hormone in your body, or a natural like, I don't, just a hormone that controls the stress in your body, and that actually is directly related to, um, kind of PTSD trauma so when you're in this cortisol is what kind of controls your fight or flight responses in your body so the higher it is it can send you into a state of fight or flight okay um so if you can get those levels under control like if you are sent into that it's what kind of causes like in women it's very common women tend to like get to a point where they can't lose weight and stuff like that and they kind of come back and they're like oh it's your cortisol level and they're told it's stress it's because they can't their cortisol levels are too high and it has like different effects on everybody's body so they have natural supplements to take for that but that's something too that your body kind of releases your brain will release that cortisol and it just like raises everything in your body and affects different things um you guys remember Shaylin? She actually just went back to vet school, and her face started swelling up. Oh man! And they had to give her, and they had to give her like a stress reducer because she was just so stressed out her first week back at vet school. And she, she was, was like, on the island, right? Yeah, she she just went back to do one of her last. She has like two more semesters on the island. She just went back to start her second to last semester there and she just like started swelling up like balloon and she went to the hospital twice this week because she just kept swelling up and they were like your cortisol levels are too high so they had to give her Uh-oh. something for her stress imagine stressing so much that it's creating things in your body mm-hmm. so it's something like this she was creating her own trauma within her body stress that they actually had to put her on a medicine and now she's like 
back to normal, but she was swelling up like the Michelin Man because her body was just under so much stress that she was causing like this trauma response within her body and it just like didn't know what to do with it. It's almost like on the same level of uh, like having an allergic reaction. That's essentially kind of like she thought it was an allergic reaction at first, but she was like, I haven't changed anything. I have not done anything. And they had given her a steroid and uh, like allergy medicine the first time she went because that's what they thought. And it just kept she kept swelling up. So she went back and she saw a different doctor and she was the doctor instantly could see she was like super stressed out. So he was like, I'm going to give you these two medicines. I can't remember what they were, but I just remember from like my studies, I was like, oh, they're they're like a natural supplement for stress and she's been taking them since Wednesday I think and she's like pretty much back to normal now awesome so in these charts you can see like the trauma and brain development like a typical brain you're not supposed to be in survival mode but that cortisol and then being through something traumatic kind of switches your brain to go into that survival mode so you spend more time in survival Okay. So you can just kind of see that represented in those little triangles there. And then traumatic stress. And that kind of falls into like PTSD as well. These are some of the symptoms that you typically experience when you go into like a, when you're starting to go into a trauma response. Mm -hmm. um, um, I don't know, Ryan. Yeah, for <laughs> the man in uniform there is like, We've all had that look for a lot of us that have served and like one of these, the last experiences after I got out, um, something that I never thought I would have was like true signs of PTSD because I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I took a new job out to, it's called Zug Island. It's in Detroit. It's like the nastiest square mile in the universe. If you guys want to look it up, it's great. Um, and I'm working out there and we're in the middle of a rainstorm and it starts to lightning and lightning cracks one of the towers and it just sends this loud pop and bang in the middle of the muddiest area I just dropped down and covered up and like I got up and people were laughing at me but my heart was just like throwing through my chest because for me that that represents an IED and after being hit by like our convoys being hit by him and stuff it it just instantly took me back there and like you get all those things you get your racing thoughts you get your your pounding heart you just you start shaking you just breathe funny and it was another vet that came up to me and was like are you good i know that look mm -hmm. i was like bro i'm good i just need a second i like, like he walked with me around away from everybody else while they're still fucking laughing and giggling came back he's like y'all are fucked up yep i mean he's like you, you really don't know what it's like until you go through it. So that's like one of the things that it just sent me over the top. And I was like, wow, I really actually have to think about the signs that I just, just faced. Cause I thought I was, I thought I was fine. Mm -hmm. And you, you really don't until you experience like that first moment. And I think that with any type of trauma or, you don't know, and I'll get a little more into the, like all the, I think in the next few slides, cause it does start to dig a little deeper into PTSD and the different types of trauma responses. But I know Ryan, I've talked to you about my PTSD. Right. And my first 
real like major trauma response that I had is when I went back to work and they had power actuated tools on the job site. They sound like a gunshot going off mm-hmm. and I just was, I dropped and I work with somebody who he's a ex-Marine. He kind of said the same thing as you came over, took me outside and took me for a walk. And he's like, are you good? I know the look that you made. He's like, yeah. and I had the, the heart pounding. I like just felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I just didn't know what to do. And yep. my first instinct was just like drop, take cover. And he was kind of like the friendly face. Never really talked to him much before, but he was a friendly face. But instantly, because, but instantly you yeah. could feel it because they just, that's why a lot of people don't understand like veterans love to surround themselves with veterans because the experiences that they all face are, are similar. So it's like harder to open up to those outside of or somebody that hasn't been through the same situations, right? And we, we keep hitting the same focal points every time of, people like to there's groups for everything right so they talk about the same thing sexual abuse physical abuse like ptsd trauma with in the military or just physical life of dealing with these things there's a reason why people relate to others that have been through what they went through because it's easier to understand them yep so he was that friendly face like you're saying and like even that night he had texted me to make sure like i was doing okay and that weekend, he made me go for a hike with him because he was like, "You sometimes you takes a while for you to pull out of them." He's like, "You still feel like you're okay, but you need time to like really understand what you're going through." Right. Um. So like what Ryan's saying, if you're going through this stuff, surround yourself by people. I mean, unfortunately, that understand or that are gonna try to understand. Right. And then signs of traumatic stress you have your your shock and disbelief like you're you feeling helplessness right you you feel help helpless it's just it's one of those things that really just hit home for a lot of people guilt anger shame and then there's also relief right that you feel like the relief is over or the uh, the worst is over so those things are all signs and fortunately there's gonna be days where you see one none or all of them you could feel literally all of them in one day and not understand why um anything you got on that Alyssa? nope i think you got that one um the four f's this i'll let you do this one um so the four f's I know typically people know of like the fight or flight. There actually are four of them. There's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And no person is just one of them. You will experience it, all four of them. You may be somebody who's drawn more than to one or the other. But throughout like your experiences and like if you go you can just go to the next slide. Okay can't really see it too well but like this kind of goes through what each one is so typically the fight is what they say is like the bully you're more of like somebody who's going to stand up for yourself and you kind of like fight back uh the flight is what they call like the workaholic you kind of bury yourself in the work or like you kind of run away from the situation uh freeze you like freeze in the situation and they have it labeled as the couch potato I don't really agree with too much of what that says, but like 
if something happens, you're going to be the one that just, like, doesn't know what to do. So you kind of, like, shell shock. You're just going to stand there like a deer in headlights. And then the fawn is the people pleaser. You kind of, yes, sir, no, ma'am, no matter the situation, you're just going to agree with it to get yourself out of it. Absolutely. And I, um, I, I will touch, like, on myself, um, a lot of us will, I know a lot of vets are, are the ones that are just bury it, right? So they're going to become the, the flight. They're just, they're not going to do anything but try to bury it and hide it and, and keep themselves busy or find something to oppress it, right? Um, to hide it so other people can't see it. And then they also will become like the, the, the couch potato where they'll just go do what they have to do, but that, that's the only time you ever see them. Um, they'll be hidden from the world. Just, it's crazy. Um, I mean, in my journey, I, I can name off like points where I've experienced all four of these already. Absolutely. And then when I come out of, I'm typically not a people pleaser. I'm typically somebody who like just naturally stands up for myself or stands up for other people. But like, I was in a situation at work where I did feel very uncomfortable and it sent me into a trauma response, but I was sent into like the fawn trauma response. And I, throughout the whole, like, situation, I did not agree with anything, but I was just like, yep, 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 just, like, agreeing just to get out of the situation. Absolutely. And then when I walked out of the situation, I kind of, like, came back to, and I was like, I did not agree with anything that they just said. Why? And, like, after I, like, walked through it with myself, I was like, I was in a trauma response, and I felt uncomfortable. So my only, like, way of processing was to just agree to get out. And sometimes you're not even gonna realize you're in a trauma response until after the fact, because I didn't realize. I knew I was uncomfortable, but like I didn't even really, like I shut down to the point where I like didn't even really like, it was kind of like hazy, like being in this meeting. Yeah. And then I remembered after the fact, like what was going on. So you kind of find your balance between, this is just showing, finding your balance between whatever ones you're feeling at that time yeah okay all right how do we move on from trauma one size does not fit all so we talked about this last time right um every journey is different so recognizing your triggers um again these are all going to be different you're going to know certain things for everybody i mean Ryan and I touched on, like, both of us kind of, like, the loud noises. I mean, um, the longer you are out of the situation, sometimes the easier they get. But, like, I recognize that loud noises are certain just, like, different things. And they can be smells. They could be, like, certain songs. Like, it could just be literally anything that sends you back to that moment. So just understanding, like, that's going to send you to that point. Yeah. So either just recognizing it or keeping yourself out of that situation, knowing it is probably the best way. Like for Fourth of July is a lot, a, a big one for a lot of vets because of the, the the loud bangs, right? The loud booms. So I know that if they know they're coming, it's easier to handle. But when they're on, like unexpected, is when it usually is the worst. Um, I know that going back to everybody's like childhood or. Or just a first song for your first relationship you were ever in or whatever it may be like your grandma's favorite song 
music is usually one of the biggest ones that we go back to when we hear things, right? So that song always takes us back to a certain moment that it can be a good moment. Not all PTSD is bad. It's just how you incorporate it into how you feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. I so, 100% agree with that. Um, there's songs that the the bad thing that happened when I lost my mom to suicide, but then there's songs that take me back to my mom in positive moments, right? So again, not all PTSD is bad. It's just how you can force those negative moments away by remembering the good moments too, right? So, like, I know, for instance, one of my mom's favorite songs was, like, her artist was Travis Tritt. So, like, hearing any Travis Tritt, I think of my mom, but then it might, depending on how I feel that day, if I'm in a in a crappy, like, negative mood, it'll take me to why. Why did all this happen? Why did she do this? Or if I'm just in a happy-go-lucky mood, it'll take me back to the, oh, my God, I remember when me and my mom did this, or, or, or other things like that. So... Again, it's just your it's just how you're feeling in that moment, how you can handle things too. So I just I know it's a big thing for um my brother is a huge religious man. Um and he once told me that you could read the Bible seven different times and you can come out with seven different outcomes. And I have never felt something so real in my life because it's all depending on how you are in that perspective is key it is and always key i mean based on that like i drive tyler's truck every day to the gym and it's it's always based on my mood i get in i never don't drive the truck but like i get in and there's days where it hits me a little harder and there's days where i roll down the window and i jam Blast out the to music absolutely yeah. so it's all based on what the feeling what i'm feeling that day absolutely like you said, triggers can be smells, sights, sounds, emotions, remind you of that, per- that person of the past trauma in some way. Um, yeah. Types of triggers, we got the internal, your stress, your anxiety, feeling overwhelmed, racing heart. Again, it's another one that pops up repeatedly is the racing heart, the anger, frustration. It's, you're going to see a lot of these things come up multiple times, guys, and all this stuff. And a lot of it's the same, right? Um, but they're not all in a negative manner half the time. So you got your internal ones that we just talked about, and then you have your external ones going to a specific location that reminds you of, reminds them of a traumatic event, right? So again, you go to that place, and it can be that place that something bad happened. And it it's just, you got your anniversary date. Now, I know like today is the 12th for all of us. The 12th means a, a, a lot to the ones that were close to Tyler because August 12th, right? That's the day that we lost him. And every month we do something to remember him and, and honor him. So that's why we play Rocket League. So again, not every time does it have to be in a negative manner that you're brought back to that moment. Um, Island movies. We got smell interactions a particular interaction being alone too much uh, guys there is a such thing as being alone too much believe it or not you need to interact with other people and socialize regardless of how you're feeling it does help i i, I want to say what is it dopamine that that is released is that the correct one i'm looking for 
Um, yes. Yeah. yes, right? And you need that. Alex, thanks for those five gifties. Um, money problems, sexual harassment, particular time of the day, sunset, maybe you guys did certain things around them times. Um, no worries, money grows on trees. Yeah. That were only true, Alex. That were yeah, only true, baby. Look at those trees. Yeah, I'm still searching for them. Um, sexual harassment's a big one. Um, because a lot of people deal with it in different ways. In a lot of sexual harassment is stemmed from childhood, and a lot of people that it could literally change their whole life if mm -hmm. they don't get in front of it mentally learn to cope with it well speaking of cope cope is in the next segment here but learning um, to also, go ahead yeah don't think these are like limited to this it's literally to, again to each person it's it could be like that person's shirt it could be something money is cat it's it could be literally anything these are just examples that are sometimes yeah like the most common don't think like oh i have this one thing that bothers me and this is not considered don't if it bothers you there's a reason why it bothers you and just kind of like dig deep as to why it's connected to that and these are just broad examples yeah yep a trigger can be anything that's experienced so like like it goes with all of your senses like sight smell taste like you already said so anything experienced it could be anything um we got the how to cope uh, um so this one talks about some things that you could do to help cope with these triggers i again these are all like Kind of broad i know i went to working out i've done i do like high intensity workouts just to kind of calm the mind i do focus on breathing a lot i mean like that's one thing that a lot of people are like oh breathing but we we breathe every day and it's something we do like very subconsciously but when i do get sent into a trauma response or a trigger kind of like we keep saying like the heart increases i kind of focus on my heart beating i count and i breathe with the heart and mm -hmm. like kind of pacing my breathing with the heart kind of just brings me back down to earth kind of like calms my mind because if i can focus on like just that moment right there kind of just blocks out everything else around me um a few other things that i've done is the elements I've tried to find things around me that aren't going to change like they aren't going to leave you always have your elements you always have water wind like they might not be there that day but you can go outside and there's always going to be at least one of them kind of oh. feel the warmth from the sun or the wind blowing something like that that just can you can just relate to in that moment and you kind of use your senses close your eyes and you list off five things you can feel or see, use like the things you do have that are not gonna go away. Okay. Look, just breathe. You are here with us. 
these are just videos that you could watch kind of just what i was saying crazy look at this one Alyssa. look at this are you circling the yoga oh my lord does that say yoga everybody look yoga i think you're muted ryan oh how'd i get muted that's crazy yes i was circling <laughs> yoga crazy no i we talked about this how long ago I know. Forever Before, ago, and I was like, yes. no, I'm yep. not doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were looking for something that was, like, not so hard on your body, and, like, that would get the heart rate up. Little did you know it was kicking your ass, but... <laughs> yeah, it did kick my ass yesterday. All right. Um, good. Do you want to take this one, Ryan? Yeah. Advocacy, we got trauma changes your perception, right? Your trust, your security, and your love for, for anything. It could be for people. It could be for old hobbies. It could be job. Um, so many things that can change. And you don't want to let it over or will consume every one of your aspects of life because you need, you need your trust, you need your security, and you need love. Uh... Oh, trauma can literally change every single one of those. Um, support the survivor. Don't doubt them. There you go. Support them. Yeah. Be there for them when they need you. Um, it doesn't mean you have to change your whole life to be there for them, but don't just leave them, like, stranded. Don't let them feel alone. You know, be there. It's as simple as just maybe a phone call or sitting in silence over the phone or just stopping by to see him or taking him to coffee someday. Something simple. Be open with the journey, even if you, it seems confusing. Um, being open-minded is huge when you're dealing with trauma. Um, and not one person or is going to deal with the same trauma the same as everybody else. So like. You have to be open-minded to finding new ways or finding what works for you. Be, be mindful of their triggers and the support the and support their healing journey to reduce the triggers. So, this one for me is my wife and I, or wherever we go, we go out to dinner, and my wife knows the triggers that when we go to a restaurant i have to have my back to a wall and be able to see the door right if i don't get that my anxiety rises so that's her helping reduce the triggers right support the healing be mindful so even if we are the last ones to sit down she will now be the one to be like hey um i think we can switch spots I don't even have to do it for myself anymore because my my wife is there to support me and help me get away from things like that. Things that, like crowded rooms, she will let she will grab my hand and take me in there with her and not let go that whole time just to like if I squeeze too hard, she knows I'm ready to go. And she will take me right the hell out of there. It's little things that she didn't understand when we first started dating and first started getting into a relationship and now she understands them so well that she helps minimize them for me, reduces them. So, I have that. I don't know um, for you, Alyssa. Um, it's going to be a lot of your friends and those that are around you at work to maybe help you with yours, right? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, 
first, like, with me and Tyler, I was the same way. Right. It, like, at first, I didn't understand. But then we started getting to a point where Tyler would even tell people, like, I understand. I understood his traumas and his triggers better than he did. Yeah. And... Because I, I could see it. I could see it written all over his face. And then with me, starting my journey, it was really hard for my family and friends and maybe not so much the people I worked with because a lot of the people that I work with are ex-veterans, so they kind of knew the journey. So I was just like the person they took under their wing for the people that I do talk to and right. kind of hang out with. But my family and friends, they did struggle a lot. Like, it was a very much like they wanted to help, but they didn't know how. I think I talked to you a lot about how, like, how do I help them help me? Because. Yeah, that phrase is huge, too. How do I help them help me? <laughs> you guys remember that because they're not always going to have the answers or know what to do for you. But you, you know what you need sometimes in that moment. And you can see that they don't know. What to do. So let them know. Communicate with yeah. those around you, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like very big at the beginning where i was like thank you punisher at the first i didn't baby. know what i needed so it was like a struggle between like me figuring out what i needed so it was just like a balancing act of telling them like figuring out what i needed for myself and then it turned into me telling them what i needed and like with my family and friends i was always the support and i kind of had to pull back from the support for the while because i had to take care of myself so like getting that transition of them figuring out like i was no longer the foundation I needed right. to be more on a level playing field. But I have seen, like, my friends trusting me and, like, the don't doubt them. They're letting me figure it out. And when I figure it out and I let them know, my true friends and my true people are right there with me. They're, they're taking the time and effort to learn and study with me. And when I learn something new that works for me, they're they're like, all right, teach me. So I'm not... When you're talking about these different parts and pieces and all this other stuff, so I understand what you're saying. And that's why we are here sharing this with others, too, because this could help so many other people. And that's what we wanted to do with all the information that you're learning and coming to us with. Also, with people that have been through the experiences and also see how the training that you're getting is actually being a, it is effective towards others. So that's huge. And, uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, there's more. It's crazy. We said be mindful of your own thought of feeling, right? Be mindful of yourself. Take care of yourself. Don't always put yourself on the back burner. Uh, remind yourself it's the survivor process, not your process. Yeah, okay. So those for those that are going through it, remember it's about the survivor and not about you in that situation it's it's not how does it benefit you but how can we help them right um always take care of yourself burnout is real can't stress that one. i really can't stress that one enough um well he said bro uh, i could have came in your podcast because i'm one angry mofo hey <laughs> we're you know you're more than welcome to talk punisher and, and if you ever have any questions or anything you want to share with the group just let us know it's an open podcast. It's it's just everybody. And that's everything for this, right? All right. There's some references for you guys. Um, it's an open podcast. You're always welcome to share your story. And if you want to come on, 
um, we're looking to set up some things where we do bring on guests and, and let them go through their story and, and share how, like, for instance, last, last topic was about how gaming brought people together and, and how it, it helps with mental health in that situations. Um, and this, this week was about triggers and how we handle them and how we can help others take care of them. And, and it's, it's really important to know these things. It's really just bringing awareness. So, struggle with the world and people in society. Hey, that's completely understandable because I, I know I can relate. Um, daily, daily, I question what the hell we're doing in this in this world, like where we're going and what are our thoughts. I don't know if a lot of people know. For the United States, they just tied, they just turned down Title Forty Two, so our country's gonna be. Dealing with a lot of other stuff internal. <laughs> ben, you're going to be on a lot of it down there in the water. So, um, my nephew just got sent back down to Texas for Border Patrol. Um, and he's going to have to deal with everything that's going on with that. So, I know I'll be getting phone calls here and there all the time to be just let them know to, to vent even. Because it sucks what they're going through, what we're going through. So, I feel that completely. Ben, you had something? Um, yeah, so I mean, throughout this whole thing, I've I've really realized, you know, with uh, especially the advocacy. So I've I've noticed that my girlfriend hits a lot of these categories here. Okay. And uh, I'm definitely in that support role, for sure. Okay. Um, I I I can't say I can't really share like. It, no, I, I yeah. Feel like my my responsibility to share like the specific details of what's going on with that but i'm just saying that is very real it, so, oh yeah especially with the triggers and being respectful of those things but and just just make sure you communicate like if you're if you have triggers it's so important to communicate those with people that you care about and michelle did such a good job with that be very mindful of the triggers because they're some people you really just don't know what they've gone through and punisher as you say you've got some therapy for the short term but the long road is a hard is hard alone i put this on the screen for a reason because i wanted everybody to know that you are not alone um this is what we are creating with not only the foundation but we want people to know that through these podcasts and reaching out through Alyssa, Ben, Jerry, Veracu, uh, we added Nader Nation, uh, Marksman and we have Eski. Everybody is here. We're all here. Um, they all want to be part of this. We all want to be a part of this. You are never alone. Um, all of our DMs are open. All of our social DMs like Discord. Call me on Discord. I know you're overseas, you're across the pond from us, don't want to pay international rates, call me on Discord. I don't give two shits what time of day or anything it is, call me. You are never alone. That's why I put this on the screen today, it just felt like it needed to be said. And that is why it needed to be said right there. Because you just brought it into existence for us to understand that like, people, whether they're told that daily or not, you're not alone. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, and that's why we're going to try to get these down to, we're doing them bi-weekly right now. 
if it keeps going good who knows we might do an hour every week for now and then who knows we might be doing them twice a week three times a week yes there are topics you want to hear about i mean we with me going to school i obviously have access to getting like a bunch of information to topics we're not professionals by any means but i have access to it we are passionate about it um I mean, I'm open about it. I see a counselor, so I could even reach out to my counselor and be like, hey, what's some good topic or what's some good like information or like different people that have studied this or different research. So we are not limited into who or what we can talk about. We are just limited in what we we kind of go based off of what our experiences are. So if you have anything you want to be talked about just let us know absolutely any topics it don't it could be a topic for yourself or somebody else that you've recently seen going through a situation and you maybe not understand it or see if we can try to bring light to it and maybe give you guys some ideas how to approach it and, and make that situation better for that person that's going through the traumatic event or struggling with certain things that are causing stress or trauma to their life so don't don't be scared to reach out with any of that either. Type it in chat. So, uh, that is all I have. Um, we touched on our basics, the big, the big tri uh, the triggers. How to recognize them and how to reduce and react to them. Um, ben, anything from you? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot of different types of trauma. You know, a lot of a lot of forms of depression, right? You have you have some that might seem more serious than others. And you know, I listen to you guys. And I'm like, well, you know, I've gone through depression and it's it's not it doesn't even hardly stem from anything it seems like you know with nothing compared to other people but you can't really compare it to other people sometimes it's just it just happens Absolutely. yeah but you know i feel like mine was just more from just a just kind of like the feeling of worthlessness uh you know in the past i mean but it's all things to work on this this can help anybody out you know it, you don't have to compare your struggles with other people you know yeah don't can't say this yet again enough it's gonna be one of those repeated things right not every situation is the same and not everybody handles it the same it's it's one big one we touched on last week like that's why a lot of counselors have their little checklist, but its problem is that not everybody's going to hit those criteria or handle it the same or those things are effective for this person but not. So don't ever be scared to reach out for somebody else. See multiple counselors. Maybe that counselor's not for you. Maybe that counselor's advice does really just suck because they're going down the checklist and they're not actually trying to get to know their patient. Um that's that's one thing that and always be real with them don't just tell them what they want to hear 
that shit gets too old. I did it for too long. I struggled with so many things in my childhood and my mom's suicide that come to find out stemmed out to what was really going on in my life today. Until mm -hmm. I actually let go of those things and started being honest with myself, I wasn't healed from my childhood. I wasn't. I just, I still felt pain and guilty that my mom took her own life, right? And I felt like it was my fault, but I was a 10-year-old kid. I didn't know any better. But I blamed myself up until a few years ago when a counselor actually got me to be free. So don't be scared to get second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth opinion. Yep. I mean, even before my most recent counselor, I mean, I can relate to Ryan. I was seeing counselors because my mom committed suicide when I was little. And... I was seeing counselor after counselor after counselor and I was actually playing games with the counselor. I would control I would control the session and work pieces and it was like play, playing a chess game and that wasn't fair to the counselor and it wasn't fair to me and I was wasting money. So I would do it for a while and then I'd be like, Alright, I'm gonna leave because like I've been playing a game with you this whole time. That's not fair. And that obviously showed that there was something wrong. Like I was playing games with my counselor. Yeah, that's so real for me too, because <laughs> that's exactly what I went through. Like they, I guess that's me being me. Like, it's just another thing that it was entertaining for me to see how far I can get with them. Like, yep. what and can I was... get them to believe? What can I get them to think's actually wrong with me when really all it was doing was masking me and letting me forget what I was going through because it was a distraction? Yeah. Yep. And, and then I got into counseling after losing Tyler, and I went into it with the mentality that... If I play a game, I'm not going to do anything. It's not going to help me. And I went in, and I remember I came out, and I texted Ryan afterwards, and I was like, I just laid everything out from my childhood up, and I actually made my counselor cry. And it wasn't, like, a bad thing. She was empathizing, and she was really feeling what I had gone through. And I was like, I think I broke her. Right. <laughs> I think I remember, I think yeah. I remember texting you guys, and I was like, I don't know what I did, but I came out, and she was oh, crying. No. <laughs> she's broken yeah we got um, demon in the chat that said another thing is to get a best friend who understands what it takes to be a listener mm -hmm. your ears are made yeah. for a reason your mouth is a different part of your body listen process you don't always have to try to fix it for them you might not have the answers. They'll probably find the answers by talking to you if you just listen to. Yep. Um, some things can't be fixed. A thing that I talk to my fr my friends and family about too, speaking on this. Don't jump to the, you got this. We already feel alone. Don't put more on like the, you. Mm -hmm. If you're going to say like, anybody got this, say we got this. Um, I know when everyone, I know they didn't mean anything by it, but the more that people told me I got this, that I'm strong, and more, the more it made me feel weak, because I was like, I'm reaching out, and you're just telling me to go figure it out on my own. And I know that's not what they meant, but that's what my brain took it as. True. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that all the time. Um, it's just something that we become so adaptive to, to use, because... It's trying to be motivational, but it can be processed as being alone because it's not a plural or an us or them. 
you know, it's it's strictly I instead of we, and it's it's just lonely. I is lonely. Yeah, I'd say the best listener is just one that just if you're able to guide the person you're listening to to just be able to open up, just let them say whatever you want and just be there. Like, you don't even have to say anything really. Absolutely. And that's exactly what Demon just said because you never know when someone just needs someone to vent to. Yeah. And that's the God honest truth. And and half the time those that are talking they just need to vent. Like I said, they talk themselves right into the answer. Yeah, exactly. They, they talk themselves right into what they needed to figure out. Just by hearing themselves talk. And all you had to do is sit there and let them know that you cared by answering the phone or being there to listen. People that don't face demons can't say you got got this because demons can't take life. Can't take life. And that's I, I said this to Alyssa and I said like demons took a very important person from us and that's why we're sitting here today. Um even though he brought everybody together, even when he was here, he is bringing even more people together when he's not here. It's just the amazing person that he is and continues to be because still holding us tight and bringing us together every day, every week, and, and continuing to work miracles. And the demons, unfortunately, won his battle, but I can say when he kissed that man on his forehead that he looked and it's scary to say that. I I just don't want him to win. They can't. But that. But. Get me all worked up in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Alyssa, too. <laughs> I just. Uh take these damn things off now hey demon that goes for you too brother if you need any one of us man um like i said you got my personal phone number as the dm's open the facebook is linked to all of us we all have access to the facebook um and that is exclamation point fb or if you want to do the dissy exclamation point team dissy it says there all that stuff's there um join it like it, share it, do whatever you can to help us help you. You alright, Melissa? Ready for some Rocket League? <laughs> Anybody in chat that plays Rocket League, we are going to do community games for Rocket League. Uh, we do this every month on the 12th. Going up, have some fun, bang around the balls. Um, appreciate you, Punisher. Um, but I'm, I'm ready to close this down and start up the game. Ben, anything else? Ready for some Rock League, baby, let's go. <laughs> Alyssa? I'm good. Alright, just want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, it means a lot for us, the support that we have gained and continue to get from you guys. Uh, we look forward to the future and what we can continue to do here. Look forward to you guys bringing up helpful topics and things that you guys want to go over. So from all of us, 
here at Fly High Wi-Fi. We see you in two weeks.